This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? BPDPOD. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Nice one, unmuting yourself as you're trying to do that. I muted myself. <laughs> you unmuted us and then muted yourself back. <laughs> you got in your head. Should we bother record, record, recording or just leave it be? No, I think that's hysterical. I think uh, we should leave it. Jeez. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. And um, I was like, why can't I hear it? What's going on? <laughs> because you muted yourself. <sighs> just, just pretend that never happened, okay? Yeah, it never happened. Okay. Well, but it did happen, and it's a circle. In case you're wondering, <laughs> we are doing a Jurassic Park episode <laughs> no, today. No, we aren't. We're doing the greatest show. This episode is about Jurassic Park. Uh uh-uh. uh No. No, it's about the greatest showman. This 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 uh, soundtrack is about P.T. Barnum. Oh man, I was trying to think of a good joke, and I got, I went blank. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it's about. Uh, a guy who gets stuck at a tower. He has to rescue his wife from some German terrorists. What? Die hard. <laughs> okay. No, this is the greatest showman, dude. <laughs> this is the greatest showman. Now, as you guys probably know, I detest musicals. I hate them. I hate them with a passion. But yet you watch them with us. Well, no, you guys forced me to watch this one, and I was hooked. No, the... The one that I forced you to watch was Newsies. And that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. But, and, <laughs> and I had the flu. Because you had the flu. I had the flu, and I was laid up on the couch. This is before Sophia was born, as she yawns because she's so bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's okay. I yawn too. <laughs> but I had the flu, and she's like, oh, you want to watch a movie? And I, I, could, I literally couldn't move. I could not move like, from the sure, couch. I was not? like, whatever. <laughs> and I would almost prefer to get, get Corona over watching that again. <laughs> It's Christian Bale at his finest. Yeah, him okay? with a garbage Brooklyn accent. Ugh. <laughs> they all had garbage Brooklyn accents. A couple of them were actually from Brooklyn, so yeah, it was just bad. Well, maybe, the, sorry Brooklyn, but maybe that accent's just really bad. But no, that 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 movie was probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Once I tried watching it on my own, I couldn't. Yeah. 
It was amazing. No, What's wrong it's with awful. you people? I watched yeah. it for one minute and I was like, nope. That movie's so bad. But anyway. You don't need to give it another chance. No, I refuse. No. But anyway, <laughs> this movie, The Greatest Showman, Sophia and Kelly kept telling me to watch it. Did you? Had you guys seen it before? No. No? Mm-mm. So how'd you con me into watching it? It had just came out, and I think we wanted to watch it. Yeah, I think the um, trailer had looked really good, but we never actually made it to the theater to see it. Yeah, it kind of came and went yeah. really quick. And um, so when it finally came to video, we she had been wanting to see it because she had never been to a circus before, but um, she thought it looked really cool. Yeah, because Barnum and Bailey, they, they shut down right before... Before she was born, I, th- I think. Or maybe she was really maybe, small. Yeah, she was too small to go to it. But I had been to a Barnum and Bailey circus Me too. before. Ringling Brothers. Yeah, Ringling. Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, um, I, but I it was. Wait, so is it Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey? Mm-hmm. I always thought it was Barnum and Bailey. No. I always thought it was just one it's word. Two separate people. <laughs> I thought it was just Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. No, it's two separate people. Huh. Uh, yeah, P.T. Barnum was the. Interesting. So Bailey is the guy that Zac Efron plays in this movie? Yeah, they just change his name in the movie. What a dummy, the family. They should have been like, yeah, go ahead, put his name in there. <laughs> it's a successful movie. They would have gotten yeah, money. Yeah, but I don't think the movie was based on reality. Yeah, it is. They all sang and danced the whole time. No, but I mean, like, as far as uh, Barnum's... Personality? Yes, his personality. He was not necessarily a nice person, as the movie portrays mm. him to be. Um, what? Yeah, and everything I've been told is a lie. <laughs> well, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of controversy with circuses about them like abusing the animals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know things like that. And supposedly he was one of those that did that. Hmm. But and like the whole, if you haven't seen the movie, there's this one scene where. Um, him and I can't remember her name, the opera His, singer. Oh, oh, the bearded okay. lady. Yes. No, not the bearded lady. Oh, the, the other one. The oh. redhead. Oh yeah, yeah, the famous British. What's her one. name? I have no idea. I can't remember. Anyway, but um, that whole like kind of like love story mm-hmm. was fabricated for the movie. Oh, uh, that never happened in real life. So they actually even, couldn't stand each other. So I, why? Why even bother making the movie based on this guy's, well, loosely based on this guy's life? Why well, not just call it... I think because... Barnaby. <laughs> what are I you doing? I think because the, that circus was just something that people grew up with. I mean, it was an interesting story to tell. And I think it also came out at a time where people were struggling to like find themselves. And there was a lot of that you mm-hmm. know, going on with being who you are. Yeah. And being true to yourself. Yeah. So I think that was really what that movie was for. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily it being completely truthful. Yeah. But Um, you guys conned me into watching it. I didn't really want to, but I said, okay, whatever, and I'll watch it. And the first song, I was like, okay, I like it. mm -hmm. And then... By song two, you were like, you want to know... Was it song two? I think it was song two or song three in the movie. Song two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was song two the second song in the movie i was like i love this yeah you were like do you want to know how i feel about it and i was like oh great and i was like he's gonna hate it and now i'm gonna get up and walk out go to bed and now we're just he's gonna sit here and just watch it begrudgingly and you actually liked it i, I told surprised. you guys that i really really liked it mm-hmm. and i was like i was surprised 
I was like, did someone take my father away <laughs> while, while, well, while I, we were because, asleep and replace him with Because this musicals that I, I grew up on, they didn't... How do I say this? This musical, the music could realistically be on a, on a radio. Uh-huh. Like, you, you could pick any song of this. I think it this. is on the radio. Well, I'm saying you could pick any song of this, and it doesn't have to be on the soundtrack. It could be right. on the radio. Yeah. And I'd like it. Yeah. They're all really catchy pop songs. Yeah. But with all the other musicals, it's like, they're, t- they're continuous story. It's like, yeah, their it's, dialogue is singing. Right. And I don't like that. And it's, you know, the like you said, these songs could be on the radio, not just in the movie, mm-hmm. where most musicals, the songs are made for yeah. the movie. Yes. So it's harder, even though some of them, you know, get to be on the radio, like we have uh, Into the Unknown, mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco sings that, mm-hmm. but it's also for... <laughs> It's also for Frozen 2. Yeah. So, you know, there's, I think that it just depends on the song. It depends on the movie. And how catchy but, it is. Yeah, and how catchy it is. Well, Sophia, tell us about the first song. Okay. Yes. Yes. So. What's the, the name of the first song? The Greatest Show on it. And the the beginning is like. Um, Those are my favorite lyrics. I mean, he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I think I missed one, but it's okay. Whoa. That's, goes, that spoke to him. Don't, don't. <laughs> so what's so special about this song? So um, basically the, the beginning is like a dream of like a daydream that P.T. Barnum has when he's a kid. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah, he's in the... I vaguely, I vaguely remember in the movie that he um, was. <laughs> Something <laughs> fell off our fridge. That was a piece of ice. <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> that was a piece of ice. Just um, he was looking at. He was daydreaming, but. He was looking at a like suit and top hat or something in a shop window. Okay. And it was a showman thing. Yeah. A showman outfit. Yeah. Yes. And he um he was like dreaming about being so he was always dreaming about being something more than what he mm-hmm. was. He, he was wants to be a, famous. Right. He was a tailor's son. Um and the tailor was mean. <laughs> No, not really. Well, he was he was a typical dad that wanted yeah. his son to be better than him and right. smacked him around. Well, I don't think he did, but the... Oh, yeah. The, well, we're not going to recap the movie. We're going to talk about yeah, the music. Anyway, Let's talk about the music. He, we won't um, recap the movie. So the, he's like daydreaming about himself being older and being in this outfit and performing. And being a performer. And being a performer. He wants to be a performer. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with, ladies and gents, this is the moment you waited for. I've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor, and buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and that's all, and all that it was real is left behind. That, it, it's hard to listen to you say it, because I'm like, mm, I just want to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great way to start the... Yeah. It sets the, the, the tone. tone for the movie. And the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I think during the him daydreaming like the people that end up being in the circus are like in it but mm-hmm. you know he doesn't know them at this point yeah. so um and i'm like it's foreshadowing it's foreshadowing yeah. i'm like is it the can this dude like see the future no. maybe mm-hmm. but, not a music plays in the background 
but it's it's a great song to start off with. Yeah, yeah, it really. So. It really punches you in the face. I like that. <laughs> so let's move on to the next one. Okay. A million dreams. Okay. This is a really good song. It's probably one of my favorite ones on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautifully written song. Well, what's really cool about it is that we were talking about how he was a a young boy, mm-hmm. and um. He's, the song starts off with him as a young boy, mm-hmm. and then it progresses, and then halfway through the song, he's older. He's he's, he's aged. Up. He's grown up, and he comes back to his hometown mm-hmm. to get the girl he loves. To get the girl that he loves, and it, he's telling, he's saying, um, "A million dreams are keeping me awake. I think of what the world could be, a vision of the one I see. A million dreams is all that's going to take. Our our million dreams for the world we're going to make." Mm-hmm. And he, and at the end he starts singing it with his soon to be bride. Yes. And she wants to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um she wants to share in his dreams and she doesn't care if he's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. She just wants to do it with him. Yeah, I like how she said she her part says however big, however small, let me be a part of it all. Mm-hmm. Share your dreams with me. And you may be right, you may be wrong, but say that you'll bring me along. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They love each other. Mm-hmm. Any feedback, Sophia? I think that's one of Sophia's favorite um, songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now to cover the next song. Okay, I guess Sophia's done with that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is not going to be a long episode, guys. No, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sophia wanted to do this episode, so I figured we could do it together. Well, we can kind of skip the the Million Dreams reprise. Well, the reprise is it's with the the daughter. The daughters. Yeah. The daughters. One of the the older daughters she sings. Um, because he brings home like a present for his daughters. And she's a dreamer too. Yeah. And what's cool, it's it's one of those like I don't know how to describe it. It's a metallic casing and you put the light bulb in it and you spin it. And, and it makes little things. It has and like stuff. holes in the casing that and they're so pretty that yeah it and the when you spin it like he's looking at it and he sees animals and he sees you know he sees a circus basically he sees his million dreams yeah in the light yeah basically went philosophical i know <laughs> so you know, it's the world, like they're saying a million dreams for the world we're going to make. So mm-hmm. it's the world that they see them having a contribution But in. what he doesn't realize oh, Lord. is that the dream has come true because he has his two daughters and his wife. Jeez. Oh, what? The dream was always there. The dream was always there. Whenever you, whenever you go deep like that, I, I, don't, I don't understand a word you are saying. Well, how about this? You know how pirates are always searching for treasure? <laughs> oh, you know? Someone help me. Do you, know, do you know when pirates are searching for treasure, they're always with the treasure map and everything like that? Yeah, I, I know okay. what you're going to say. What am I going to say? You're going to say... Sorry. The, the real regret is that they spend their entire lives looking for treasure, but um, they already found the treasure, with, is, which is the friendships they made along the way. The real treasure is the friendships they made along the way. My She's daughter knows so me well. Daughter. My daughter knows me well, because I've said that so many times. Mm-hmm. That's the real treasure. So Barnum already had the dream come true can we move on to the next song (laughs) fine whatever hold on my wife and daughter are sharing a popsicle (laughs) right now during the podcast i don't know why my wife busted out a popsicle right now while we're gonna record i had a craving 
Sorry. <laughs> Would you like real some? professional? No. <laughs> Don't take my. I'm surprised you're not sharing it with the dog too. At no, this rate, everybody's dog. sharing. That's Give some to the fish too. Uh-uh. Yeah, seriously. Which I think Charlie's dead finally. No, who's not? Who's hey, buddy. Fine. Yeah, he's gone. No, he's not. All right. <laughs> um, can I cover the next one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So this song is called "Come Alive," and it's like his, um. It's pizza. about when someone died. <laughs> I'm gonna cover your. I'm, Go ahead, talk. I'm gonna cover your mouth with my hand. Go ahead, bunny. So this song is when um, P.T. Barnum is just like getting all the people for his circus, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, that's yeah. Yes, yeah. pretty much. He well, I think he's like gathered them all. But then he's trying to like motivate them because they're all nervous yeah. because they're. They're all outcasts. Motivational speech does not count a lot. <laughs> all right. So we have different characters. We have the bearded, bearded lady yes. who has more facial hair than I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We have the one dude that's all tatted up, which I don't understand why that was such a big deal. Back in those days, it probably was. So why do you get the tattoos? Because he's different. It was by choice. Uh-huh. And then we have the two albino boy girl situation i don't know what that was they're the trapeze people we have the trapeze people who are black mm-hmm. so it was a big you? stink back in those days yep wah, wah. and then we had the dwarf or a little person i don't even know what to say anymore the little, the yeah. little person that was yeah, the, asian the tiny he, cute little person he um he was an adult yeah but he looked like a little boy yeah like benjamin button syndrome uh-huh and then what else do we have the big fat guy it was a really tall guy. Yeah. and But a lot of it, too, like, you show him, they they show P.T. Barnum in the background, like, backstage, and he's, like, the the really big guy. He's, you know, he's, like, P.T. is stuffing the um, pillows under mm-hmm. his shirt to make him bigger. Yeah. And putting the the really tall guy, he's putting him on stilts to make him yeah. even taller. So he, so he over-exaggerates it, the cell. A lot of it he was over-exaggerating, at least in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure probably in the real thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, but he's basically, he's trying to motivate them. Yeah. And telling them, like, it's okay. Because, like, they're not accepted by society. No. So, well, the bearded, the bearded lady has the voice of an angel. Yeah, and she's working at a laundromat yeah. all the way in the back. Yep. Which I don't understand why she just couldn't shave. Mm, he should just bought her a razor, and it, it would have been done. It, Maybe it was expensive, <laughs> and she couldn't afford it. It would, you know. Been, either she way, she probably was ashamed and didn't want to be seen, didn't want to go out. So yeah. pro- maybe it, that's why it probably would have just come grown back up. You need yeah. to think about that. Would have. Yeah. She could have gone to the barber shop. Could she nice, though? Get a nice. Well, I don't know. Anyway, back to the song. <laughs> um, how are we talking about beards? It just got weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, that was the last time I do that. He oh does God. the weird move when he does that. <laughs> I do a dance. But so in the movie, they, you know, they all go out and then they kind of like, they all start singing the song together. And what's the song about? Some one of you girls tell me what the song's about. Well, he literally just told you. No, but it's about him gathering all the people together. But what's so special about this song lyrically? 
Well, he says it's catchy. <laughs> it is catchy. But it is he, catchy, but what? What is it? Just a a, a dance number, or no. does it mean something? He he's saying, um, you're just a dead man walking, thinking that's your only option. Mm-hmm. But you can flip the switch and brighten up your darkest day. Um, he says, take the world and redefine it. Leave your leave behind your narrow mind. You'll never be the same. So he's t- and then in the the next part he's telling them to come to come alive, light your light, let it burn, you know, let it burn bright, um, you know, basically be yourself. Yeah. That's what the song yeah. means, basically, just be yourself. And, and he says right here because once you see it, oh, you'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Now I see. Either way, I will never be able to sing them. And then he says, I see it in your eyes. You believe that lie that you need to hide hide your face. Afraid to step outside, so you lock the door, but don't you stay that way. Yeah. So he knows, he understands that they're outcasts and that yeah. they're... Well, he, he, he himself was an outcast because he was yeah. a son of a tailor, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a pretty good pr- profession. Everybody has yeah. suits, everybody has... <laughs> Yeah, clothing. So yeah. why look up, look, look down on those guys? Yeah, but, but back in those days, everybody was well, and you know he pretty much was, he was an orphan when his dad died, mm-hmm. so he was living on the streets. So that's where he was kind and of, and that's how he became. He saw the outcast because right because that was the only person that was nice to him. Yeah, she had a disfigured, a disfigured face, fi- yeah, and she gave him something food. to eat. Yeah. And so then you know he had to. He ended up working for the train, the railroad, the railroad, mm-hmm. um, and was able to make enough money to, you know, get himself a nice top hat ha- yeah. that he had always been looking at. So. Yeah. So maybe in his mind, he was paying back. He was paying forward that good right. deed. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's why he felt that connection with them. Yeah. That was the start of his connection with yeah. um, people that were looked down upon. All right. So on to the next one. Come alive. I mean, I'm sorry. The other side. The other side. This one is not one of my favorites. <clears throat> Um, I like I like it, but it's not I'm skipping it if I'm listening to the soundtrack. I don't skip it. I do like it just cuz it's kind of like a fun like it's a fun little like argument yeah. almost between yeah. Zach Efron, Zac Efron and, Hugh Jackman. and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I can see that, but I'm just, it's um, not a It's like you know, Zach Efron is kind of like uh like oh yeah, okay, I'm not he's rich and he's already famous like mm-hmm. he doesn't need he wanted a, Hugh Jackman wanted like an investor or a right. partner right really an investor mm-hmm. cuz he didn't want to share yeah. a lot of it like he only wanted to give him like 7% of they, it or whatever and then they made it up to what 12 10 10, 10 or, yeah i think it was 10 <laughs> no it was 10 it was 10 i mean it's on the, it's in the song somewhere yeah so you know and basically throughout the song he Hugh Jackman convinces Zac Efron to like invest in his show, mm-hmm. um, and he ends up being a part of the show. Oh yeah, and I mean at the by the end of the movie, they're... <gasps> don't spoil it. <laughs> don't spoil it. <laughs> okay, well if you haven't seen the movie by now, then you're living under a rock. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you want me to um sing the part where they agree on ten? Sure. I'd give you seven. We could shake it and make it happen. I wasn't born this morning. Eighteen would be just fine. Why not just go ahead and ask for nickels on the dime? Fifteen. I'd do eight. Twelve. Maybe nine. Ten. <laughs> Don't you want to get away? 
So, you know, so that that's what he's saying. He's like, you know, get away from his, his part li- you have yeah. to, to play in your life. Yeah, because like, he was like an, an aristocrat Yeah, he was situation. an aristocrat. And, you know, do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, take a chance on yeah. something else that nobody expects. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does, and it ends up working in his in his favor because he ends up taking over it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good deal. And he kind of bails him out in the end. It is time yeah. for the next song. The next song. <laughs> Never Enough. Now this... Jenny Lind. This song... Is probably my favorite on the soundtrack. Oh yeah, because this woman sings her heart out, and it's not the actress. No, which I heard the I heard the actress could actually sing. She could, but not that range. But this, it was someone else doing. Lauren Allred just yeah destroys this song because it just. And if you um, if you so if you watch the movie and then you watch the. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, they actually tell you that the girl that could actually that actually sang the song, she watched the actress sing, mm-hmm. and so she mimicked her voice. Oh, like her her facial her, gestures and right her and in, her inflections and everything and the way her mouth oh, moved cool. and everything to so that way it would look like I mean, it looks like it looks like the actress is singing yeah it that they did it like that oh that makes sense yeah now because in the movie she looks like she's actually singing yeah like she you see veins popping well I bet you she everything. was singing they just dubbed over the voice yeah maybe. She probably sang and they yeah. dubbed over because you can't. I mean, I don't think you could fake those. No, you, those, can, you can't. Your your veins pop because you can tell when no someone's. Way. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's lip syncing. Yep. So I like in this song how she says, "All the shine of a thousand spotlights, all the stars we steal from the night sky, will never be enough. Towers of gold are still too little. These hands could hold the world, but it'll never be enough. Mm-hmm. For me, never, 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 never enough." And at this point in the show, um, what's his face? Wolverine has a uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. P.T. Barnum. He, P.T. Um, Barnum. Yeah, Wolverine. Hugh Jackson. Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> we just butchered this guy's name. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but anyway, he was trying to um, diversify his his uh, entertainment yeah. empire. He didn't want to be just. A circus guy, because he a wants to be part guy. of. He wants to be a part of high society, right? And the the critics. There was this one critic that he like. Everybody loved him, but there was this one critic that did not, and that irked him. Yeah, and that's and, what that's a true sign of an egomaniac. Yes, you can have ninety nine people love your show, but yes. that one that doesn't drives you nuts. And that was the thing with him in real life was that he was an egomaniac. Mm. So, but they didn't in the movie. They show it. Yeah, but they don't slightly. They don't put it to the extent that it really was. Yeah. I mean, because if you dive into it, it turns into a rated R right. uh, psycho yeah. movie. <laughs> it's, it's basically psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at this point, he, he, he signs a world-renowned opera singer. Yeah. Yes. And he does like a, was it like a concert series with her? Yeah. He goes on tour. Could hold the world, but it'll never be enough. 
Can I talk now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's okay. But yeah, you were saying. No, I forgot what I was saying. But he he signs this opera singer because he wants oh, to yeah. be. They go they go like on tour, just two of them. Watched. But everybody in the circus that he left behind, they're like. Tick. What about us? Yeah, they're mad because they started with him and they they made his money for him yeah, to be able to uh, exactly. afford her. They're like, "What the what so, you doing?" And, they, and the other thing that's a stink about that was during her performance, his wife sees how he looks at that girl. Yeah, and she, she realizes, yeah. "I'm losing this guy." Yeah, she realizes Whoa. that you know he's looking at her, and and Ooh. I he wasn't look. You realize throughout the movie he wasn't looking at her like in love in love but i think he was in love with what she could do but also if you listen to the lyrics she the girl was singing the song it was about him yes <gasps> she she was singing to him at one point yeah because it, it, um, nothing was ever gonna be enough for that guy yeah ever um and she was kind of like the same as he was like she wanted more and more and more mm-hmm. and you know, and then you realize that she wanted him, and she made it very difficult for him when he went back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's still it's it's a great song. It's a beautiful I mean, yeah. song. And was it Kelly Clarkson that covers it? Uh, if I'm not yes. mistaken, it's Kelly Clarkson. She does. And there was a remake. I exactly album. What I was thinking about it. <laughs> There's a remake album with that, all popular artists that yes, they like cover all Pink the songs and Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Um, so that again shows you how popular the music is, yeah. how great the music was for, you know, artists, you know, popular artists to cover, to cover it, yeah. um, want to cover it, you know, yeah. um, it shows you how, how it, it must've affected them as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll move on to this is me. I will cover this one. Okay. And I will sing it too. No, no, no singing. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Tell us about this is me. Alright, so this is me is like after Jenny Lynn's performance and there's a party that the circus wants to attend but when they ask to join, PG is like, No. Yeah, he he kind of like acts like he's ashamed of them. Which he is. Yeah. He is. He is, but he isn't at the same time. <clears throat> like he He is in that moment. He is because he's trying to get into this high society and he right. does you can't roll up into the white house with a bearded woman i mean they rolled up into the into buckingham palace <laughs> like but, that but that's the thing he was they wanted that he wasn't trying to impress the queen to the point where he was trying to impress the high society in his neighborhood right yeah which if i'm thinking it was like, just a stepping stone yeah for me i'm like the queen is more important than these schmucks yeah, yeah. but it the Queen Queen Victoria was just a stepping stone yeah. for them. So Sophia, tell us about this is me. So like there the circus troop was like What? Why can't we go? Why? Huh? And PT Barn was just like You just can't go. You cannot go. And I'm and the and then the beer lady's just like, Alright, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sing an amazing song now. <laughs> And this singer, this woman is incredible. Yeah. We um, um if you watch the <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and watch her perform this during their live read or the table read. 
Yeah. Was it the, before they even filmed the yeah, movie? Yeah, it, ta- it was a table It was like read. the first time they're reading it. So the, everybody has yeah. it, the lyrics in their hands. This was before ja- uh, Zac Efron was even in the yeah. movie. Yeah, they had someone else in they it. They had but somebody else. They're singing this song for the first time ever, and there's not a dry eye in the place. Yeah. I mean, you can see it on Hugh Jackman's He's face. He's crying. Like his face is red. He is, he is in bawling. tears. The, lead, the singer girl is in tears, too. Yeah, her voice starts to crack. I mean, and, it is powerful. And what's interesting is she's actually an introvert. She, and that's what, yeah, what? she says that in the beginning, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, she is very shy, very reserved, um, doesn't, so I'm like very surprised at the performance that she yeah. gave. Well, I guess, the, for this. I mean, as an introvert, when you're singing this song, yeah. a lot of people don't see the real you. Yeah. But when she's singing this song, it's like, this is me. Yeah, that's, this big, is me. that's it. That's, I that mean, was her theme song. It's, it's an empowerment song. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a song empowering those who are ostracized by society for being different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fight song for the underdog. I'm just yeah. reading what this says. But it actually won um, Best Original Song in Motion Picture at the Golden Globes mm-hmm. and was nominated mm-hmm. for Best Original Song at the Academy Awards. What, but it, what, it beat, what beat that out? Remember Me. I don't oh, know what that is. From Coco? Yeah, I think that was yes. on Coco, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. It lost to that. I, I mean, I, in a way, I get it because it's a Disney Pixar and they usually win that stuff, but I, they- I feel like that should have won. So, tell us, what's a, what's your favorite lyric on that song, Sophia? Um, well, in the meantime, um, Mama. These are my favorite. Okay, you got it? Okay. Go ahead. When the sharpest words want to cut me down. Hey, hey, hey. I'm missing the flag, gonna drown them all. Hey, hey, hey. I am brave, I am Bruce, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Oh. Look, hey. Look out, cause here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. So that's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said that was a lot. I time. know, but it, it, I think it applied there. Yeah. Um, Such a song does not deserve that weird mm. sound effect. I think. I think that's gonna. That's probably my favorite. I like when the sharpest words want to cut me down. I'm gonna send the flood. And I'm gonna drown them out. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's literally my favorite too. <laughs> but you saying the rest, the, the rest of it. Well, I That's I like I, the part I like is, and I'm marching on to the beat I drum. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. This is me. Yeah, I think, and I think everybody feels este like that. <laughs> Sophia's singing Spanish. <laughs> I think. Este yo. All right, so. So, I think. Everybody feels like that at some point. Oh, yeah. Like, whether it doesn't matter what your religion is, you know, whatever, um, your skin color, you know, um, I think it's, you know, everybody everybody goes through an awkward phase in mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. And I think that can be an anthem song for anybody that's yeah. going through that, like, gawky <laughs> stage. I know I went through it. <laughs> And I know exactly the introvert stage of your life. No, no, no. not at all. 
know exactly what you're thinking I, of. I won't and say anything. you are not going to say no, a word. I won't. What? Wait. Say it. I want to know. What, what am I looking at? What, what am I thinking? I know what you're thinking. What? I know what you're thinking. I don't know. Say it. What do you mean you don't know? The ugly duckling face? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I, for some reason, I thought you were talking about the ballet picture. No. Okay. I looked amazing in that picture. What are you talking about? All right. Can I? <laughs> a five-year-old, uh, gorgeous little girl. <laughs> uh, I never went through an ugly duckling phase. I've always been cute. Yeah, okay. Have yeah, you right. seen all my pictures? <laughs> yeah. Let me just say, the Caesar. I still rocked it. I look no, good. I still no, look good. No. Like uh, I can do it right now. No. It doesn't look good. I look good back that in those was, days. That was your phase. I was right now. You don't even right now. You don't look good. I was benching two fifty, playing on the football team. If, doesn't if, matter. I rocked that if, Caesar. I was like, "What's up, girl?" The Caesar, Caesar was dead. We need to leave him. There. I had, I, I did the George. <laughs> there was a George Clooney. That's what it was. If I, yeah, if and George I, Clooney didn't look good like that. All right. <laughs> if I was old enough for you, I would not be going there. All right, so let's move on to rewrite the stars. Now this, this song. Is your favorite. This, this is your favorite song. This it's me, me and Sophia always called it that. It was our song. We loved singing it together. Why do we? Well, the story, this is a love song. It was just it was just a good song though. But what was so special about this song was that we had to explain to Sophia because Philip Zac Efron's character yeah. was in love with the black trapeze artist. Right. He was. But, he's white, obviously. And he's white, so it was looked down upon. Right, because. You know, black people weren't... Um, you had to explain it to me? I did have to explain it to you. Yeah. Because I told you that back in those days, me and mommy couldn't be together. Yeah. But you're basically the same skin color. But <laughs> my last name's Hernandez. I'm Hispanic. Right. And I just said my last name on the show. Whoops. We already said it a while ago. Did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah you said it in... The... You said mine, so it's Oh, the therefore, one. yeah. Okay, well. Um, okay. So anyways, yeah. Um, that was at a time where, you know, even though they weren't slaves anymore, mm-hmm. they were still looked upon, looked, looked down, down upon, upon yeah. which to me is absolutely insane. But that's um, the way it was. And yeah, so we, we won't get into the yeah, politics we're not of going, that. <laughs> we're not going into the racial, into the racial discussion, but I mean, yeah. I, we had to explain it to Sophia about the whole. Right. Cause she doesn't understand. She didn't understand that. Yeah. I don't and, think she's ever thought about that because right. she has friends of all different races and cultures and yeah it never and, crossed her mind and it shouldn't that's how it should always yeah. be um but unfortunately that's the world we live in mm-hmm. and eventually she would have yeah encountered it at some encountered point. it so um and you never know you know sometimes even mixed race mm-hmm. children encounter some sort of racism so well i encountered racism for the first time ever here in south carolina yeah at a at a pizza place yes and kelly went full karen on them yes i did <laughs> And I was like, but I look white. <laughs> yes, I, but it was because you spoke Spanish to her. Yep. And the waitress did not. Did not like that at all. Would not even look at you. Wouldn't refill your drink, but would refill mine. Like, And, and I don't, she made it a point, too. And I don't get that because I'm with you. So well, she's why are like, you treating me better than you're treating who I'm with? She's like, oh, girl, you lost. <laughs> I guess you're lost. I'm gonna save you. But it's like you know, it's so it's just dumb. There's a bug, isn't there, behind me? Yep. Yes. All right. <laughs> it's on. It's on your head. No, it's All not. Right. It's making babies on there. All right. 
So, rewrite the stars. We just went from racism to bugs. Well, anyways, rewrite the stars. That was pretty much, you know, what it was. You know, she, you know, because... Well, start off with... Let's look at the lyrics based off of him first and then go to her. Because it's a back and forth. Right, it's a back and forth. Yeah, it's 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 a conversation kind of. Right. So, he starts off with, you know I want you. It's not a secret I try to hide. And he goes, I know you want me, so don't keep saying our hands are tied. And he keeps saying more things, but he says, what if we rewrite the stars, say you were made to be mine? Nothing could keep us apart. You'd be the one that I was meant to find. But then she kinks in, and we'll let Mama discuss. She said, you think it's easy. You think I don't want to run to you, but there are mountains and there are doors that we can't walk through. Um, and then she says, you know, we're able to be just you and me within these walls, but when we go out, you know, it's hopeless basically because people are going to look at them Mm -hmm. differently Yep, and they're not going to approve. And for him, he doesn't see it because he's always been accepted. He's an optimist. He's a hopeless romantic, but she's the realist. She's She's like, this ain't going to work. Right. And, you know, and she's always been looked down upon. So that then that's just adding one more thing mm-hmm. as to why, you know, she, you know, should feel like she's nothing. Yeah. And, um, and then she says, no one can rewrite the stars. How can you say you'll be mine? Mine. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Everything keeps us apart. And I'm not the one you were meant to find. You said mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the performance... And the part of the movie that this takes place, the performance of it is beautiful. Because mm-hmm. they're doing the, what is it? I mean, I don't even know what to describe it. That, is that trapeze? Or some type of rope situation yeah, where... Yeah, she's like swinging from the rope and... And they're like flying at one yeah, point. Yeah, they're flying, yeah. And it's just a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And then it, it ends out, it ends with her saying these words, you know I want you, it's not a secret I try to hide, but I can't have you. We're bound to break and my hands are tied. Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful song. It's heartbreaking. Because it is. They just want to be together, and you know, and they can't. They can't be. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Now, tightrope. That one is my least favorite song. I love that song. Well, uh, then talk about it because I'm not a fan of this song. Okay. Because I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like the voice of Jen from Dawson's Creek in this. Michelle Williams. Yeah, her. Okay, so there are two. I'm going to sing my favorite parts. Some people long for a life that was simple and planned. Whoa. Tied with a ribbon. Some people won't sail the sea because they're safer on land. To follow what's written, but I'd follow you to the grave. Um, no. Okay, I don't know how to sing this note. Okay, yeah, so. this here she hit some crazy note. Yeah. Um, Wait, I have, I have some more you can sing? No, we'll, we'll, let's some. move on. Let's move on. We're not doing karaoke right now, so let's yeah, move on. this isn't karaoke night. <laughs> when is it karaoke night? <laughs> not tonight. You have to ask your uncle for that. Um Friday. But yeah, this is, I think this was after uh, Michelle Williams' character, Charity Barnum. Um, she sees the 
newspaper article mm-hmm. and about the love of because there's they're thinking that um, Wolverine and the redhead are together. Yeah, because she kissed him mm-hmm. and oh. they caught it on. She kissed him at the end of a performance, and they. And the tabloids got. Yeah, him. they were able to take a picture of it when it happened. TMZ was right there. Basically, <laughs> National Enquirer was no. there. You um, should have just slapped her and then just pushed her away. No, you That's, can't hit a woman. I would have um, just pushed her away. So, anyways, um, so she, this is like her singing. Like she's pretty much thought she's lost him, mm-hmm. you know. And she said she would have followed him wherever, no matter what. Um, but he's he's basically changed, you know. He's bought them this big house and all this stuff, but he's not there to enjoy yeah. it with them. So, and, I, and being a father and a husband is. It's a very fine line mm-hmm. of providing for your family and then over-providing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, if you work 20 hours a, a day mm-hmm. and you need to sleep for four, yeah. where's the time for your family? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there is none. There, there, it's a fine line mm-hmm. to be a father and a husband. Yeah, you have to balance it. Yep. I need to sing it, but I can't. No. No, no more singing. So... I understand where he was coming from, but he's an egomaniac. He 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 wanted everything too right. much, right? And you know, and he didn't want, especially for his children, he didn't want um, them to be looked down upon like he was. But really, they were because mm-hmm. he, they came from new money. That and their father ran a circus, which is amazing. It is amazing, but for them, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, um, the kids loved it, but the friends, so-called friends, they, you know, they're just reacting the way that they've been brought up and the way that their parents react. So, um, but yeah. All right. So moving on to the last one, we will skip over the never enough reprise because it's, yeah, I don't really remember. I think that was when she kissed him or something. And then she sings it all sad at the end. Yeah. So we'll move on to the last song of the album, which is from now on. This which is, is a good song. Which is one of the best songs on that album. Yeah. This is the final song. Yep, it is, it is the final song. So who wants to talk about it? Me. Uh, Go ahead, okay. speak. Me. So, basically, P.T., in this song, he, like, like a fire destroys a circus building, and a depressed, a now depressed P.T. Barnum has his spirits lifted by the performers who declare that Home is in a place, and as long as they had each other and they could feel loved, accepted, and happy. This encourages P.T. Barnum to race back to charity, race back to charity and explain himself while vowing to become a, ma- a better man. Where did you get that from? It's on the side on the website. By the song. Oh, I thought, I thought she was making it up. I was like, pretty impressive. No, that's what... <laughs> Mine doesn't have that. Yeah, when you click on the song. Anyways, yeah. yeah that's um, cool. So oh, I see now. The so yeah, so like she said, the fire destroys the the building. So, you know, he's then realized that everything he really had was the people he was with. The true treasure wasn't it wasn't the building, but what was inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Why do you do this to me? Well, the, the lyric that I love is, "A man learns who is there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold." Yep. It's the truth. Yep. You learn who your true friends are. Yep. Um, Not Jay Sizzle. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't just talk about him like that. Jay Sizzle's a good friend. So but yeah, so they they basically tell him, you know, it's okay, you know, we still love you, mm-hmm. you know, we still want to do this with you. Yeah. So then and he, he performs it with his entire the yeah. entire circus and at a bar. At a bar. And it's so it's a really cool performance. It is really cool. Um, I wonder how long they took to rehearse that because the choreography in that is like ridiculous. everybody's doing something different. Yeah, I, at some point, like they do the same thing and then they're yeah, doing different things. It's really whoever cool. did the choreography in that and, and that scene specifically is amazing. Yeah, because yeah, it's just know. there's no no one standing still, Mm-mm. um, and they're singing. I mean, obviously they're not singing in real life, but they're singing. They're dancing. Right, you're it's, still, you know, performing. You're still you're out of breath. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, Charity has like left him kind of because. She's had enough. She, yeah, she had enough. She was fed up with it. I think the bank repossessed the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had to go live with her parents. Yeah, she, you know, they ran out of money and everything. So he like wasted it all. Um, and um, oh my! So then he realizes what you know. He's what really done. matters? Yeah, what really matters? So he finds her, and um, and promises her that from now on mm-hmm, that he'll be a better man. He'll be better. So. I like I like how he says I drank champagne with kings and queens. The politicians praise my name, but those are someone else's dreams. Mm-hmm. For years and years, I chased their cheers, the crazy speed of always needing more. But when I stop and see you here, I remember who all, who all this was for. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then I like that he says, and from now on, these eyes will not be blinded by the lights. And from now on, what's waited till tomorrow starts tonight. It's I like that a lot. Tonight. Because um, you always say, oh, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, no, but you need to do it now because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. <laughs> you don't know if you have. You don't. You don't know if you have it tomorrow. Yeah. So. So, yeah, it's and so then you know the end is charity and him coming back, and then them realizing they don't need a building. Then that's how the tent idea mm-hmm. comes. And because he, um, Zach Efron owned some. Property off. Yeah, I think he owns somewhere. some property. So he just built a tent and and they put up a tent, mm-hmm. and thus why there is a tent for mm-hmm. circuses, which is cool. Yeah, and um, and it's easier because they're kind of they're nomads. Yeah, you know. And you know what sucks about that last part was that the critic was like, you know, what? I always kind of liked you guys. Yeah, and I was like, come on, man, you screwed this guy out of <laughs> so many years by saying that I don't like your you, show. You could have just told him that to begin with. You could have told him to begin. With, you know, it saved us a lot of time. I, I like this show, but you can improve be, on this. But no, it he could was be better. <laughs> he was just a jerk about it. But but yeah, he was actually a politician too. Who? P.T. Barnum. Yeah. He was a Connecticut pop-lock? or something. Yeah, I can't remember. I had read that before, and I yeah. vaguely remember that. So, but yeah. Um, so then he, they get that they, you know, everybody. That's a packed house or yeah. packed tent, and <laughs> um, and then he basically hands the hat to Zac Efron and lets him take over. It's like he's handing over the lightsaber. Yeah, he's handing the baton. There you go. <laughs> and because he realizes what's important is is his family, mm-hmm. and he needs to see his girls. Yep. Grow up. Yeah. And not miss it. Mm-hmm. So he leaves and goes to their show. Yep. They have like a ballet performance and he, he goes and watches them. Basically, he's like, girls, I am your father. And what's cool is at the end, you can see, I don't know how Hugh Jackman does this in the performance, 
but you could see it in his eyes that this was enough. Yeah. I, I, I can't describe he's it. He's a great actor. In his eyes, you can see, once he sees his daughter's performing, he's like, this is what I was chasing for. This yeah. is enough for me. Yeah. When I, that was that was what he yep he when, was searching for all yep. along. When I was little, when I was younger, I thought that he, that was actually P. T. Barnum. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure P. T. Barnum was not as good looking as Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Hugh Jackman's a great actor. Yeah, He's, he is. He, I mean, you, and that's to, really him singing to go from wolverine for the last 20 years i mean to a singing and dancing uh pt barnum i never knew he could sing well i had a i had an inkling of it because like I, he was always he, at the tony awards right well when he when he first like was wolverine and everything i didn't know i had never heard it of would, him before it would never so. crossed your mind that yeah. wolverine sang yeah like who would think that and, i didn't even know he was um, australian yeah <laughs> I mean, since I was a kid, I only heard him as Wolverine. So I was like, yeah. okay, dude, man's. And all of a sudden, he starts talking. I was like, whoa, 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 who is this guy? <laughs> it's like Christian Bale when yeah, he spoke for the first time. Blew I had my mind. No clue he was. And British. Gary Oldman blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. All of a sudden, he starts talking. I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. Yeah. I always thought Gary Oldman was American. Yeah. Idris Alba blows my mind still. I know that he's British. Yeah, Christian Bale blew my mind because, you know, I had only ever heard him with that fake Brooklyn accent. And, and then, then as Batman. As Batman. And I've, I had seen him in other things, mm-hmm. too, and he had a American accent. Never in my wildest dreams did I think he And it's funny because I recently watched the mo- uh, one of his newer movies. Jay Sizzle recommended it, Ford mm-hmm. vs. Ferrari. Yeah. And he has this real accent on that. Does he? Oh, I gotta watch and it. And that's, Jay Sizzle, he's like, you need to watch it. You'll like it. You'll like it. And I was like, whatever. And I put it on and I was hooked. I yeah. had to watch it. It's really good. It. And he has his, his real accent. Yeah. And it just throws you off for a bit. You're like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> You're I gotta Batman. Watch it. <laughs> but that's, that's a really good movie. Mm. But with that being said, Sophia, do you have anything else to add to the show? Um, I just noticed in the Hamilton poster that like Hamilton is the fifth point of the star. Yes. Okay. Yep. Cool I deal. Just noticed that. <laughs> All right. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um Goodbye. We will <laughs> Season two is, is is shaping out to be pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I I'm, it I'm might be, it enjoying. Might be, it might be better than season one since I'm in it more. <laughs> I think I think actually think it is better than season one. Yeah. Well, and sometimes the sequel is always is better than the first one. Yeah, sometimes, but I think sometimes. this is. I think we've 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 found a good groove. Yeah, not always. We've we found a really good groove with this one. Yeah. Um, you'll hear Brett on a couple of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But for now, we, 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 we're we, starting to venture off from the emo into a couple scene. of things. Yeah, but so, we, now, we've we've repaired our friendship, so we were. Okay. <laughs> for now, Brett is out of the picture. <laughs> For this episode, at least. No, like I mean, like we said, he's got a shed. He works. He's got a shed. A baby on the way. A baby on the way. Two kids. A baby. A third baby on yeah, the way. So he's, he's he's a busy got man. A shed. So I can't. It's hard to for me to pull him away from his, his yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, he has responsibilities. So, so you know, and so we, we don't. <laughs> well, I do. I, I just have you. I just drag you guys into the show with me. So basically. <laughs> We spent time together, and our dog is looking at us to go outside yeah, and go potty. Wants to, she wants to go to bed. Well, with that being said, Sophia, say your cat. Oh no, we gotta promote the sh- the. Yeah, you gotta promote your show. My uh, Instagram is BPD Podcast. All our websites on there. Uh, the show email is BPD Podcast forty eight at gmail.com. and 
promote your stuff. You can we can you can um send us requests. Requests, yes, ideas, please. please. Whatever you want. Requests and ideas for yeah. what kind of nothing too heavy. <laughs> like if you like if you want um get Our dog more is bugging out over there like, in the corner. If you want we can make more get to know the Hernandez's. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll do more. Yeah, we'll do more. Should that. we do some tonight? No. It, you it's almost your bedtime for school yeah. tomorrow. You have school. <laughs> Smooth, though. Smooth. <laughs> one more day of school. That was a good one. And then you're off. <laughs> I just want to make more episodes. We'll, we'll, we will. We'll do, we will. So, so all right. My Instagram is Kelly's Crafts uh, 2015, which is Crafts with a K, Kelly with a K. And um, my Etsy is Crafty Kelly's Workshop. All one word. Still Crafts with a K. All right. So, how do you say goodbye? Adios. Adios. All right. Mama Bear. Love makes a family. All right. Hasta luego, guys. Bye.